Hi everybody, welcome to Nat Talks. I'm Nat, of course, and if this is your first time listening to an episode, welcome, welcome. If this is not your first rodeo and you've been here from the jump, I appreciate your support and I appreciate you listening and sharing. Let's get into it. We're still in the parenting phase of things and so we're just going to jump right into it. Today's topic is single parent pressure. And I know that all my single parents will feel me on this because it is a lot. It is a lot that we go through and that we deal with, you know, and it's very hard to stay sane. So I'm just going to explain my my background, you know, for those who haven't listened to the other podcasts. But also, I think that I probably just need to dive a bit deeper as well. Anyway, even if you listen or you didn't listen. So here's the tea, guys. Here's the tea. I found out that I was pregnant at the age of 19. Yes, sir, 19. Can you believe it? Like, only 19 years old. But the thing that saved me, though, is that I turned 20. I mean, that, yeah, the, I was 19, basically, when I was pregnant. Um, But, like, the real motherhood, motherhood, I was 20. Because, you know, the first few months, you don't really have to do much because babies, you know, they just sleep, they eat, they poop. <laughs> she was born in December. So you guys do the math if you want to do the math, you know. Um, and it's just so funny because the person that I had her with actually remembered the date of her conception. I was like, that's very weird, but okay. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, getting off topic, getting off topic. So my, was it a planned pregnancy? No, it wasn't, but I love Elaine to bits. Elaine's my daughter, of course. I love her to bits. And I just think that it worked out the way it should have. And so, you know, it's not really, I don't really feel shame about it because I think that I was meant to have her at the time that I did have her and that there was a reason, you know, that she was brought to me and given to me as a gift. So when people found out, it was terrible. It was terrible. It was ugly. It was brutal from all sides, you know, and I can pinpoint very few people who were supportive, who like were not my cousins, you know, but very people, my cousins were very supportive, they were happy, but like very few people were really, truly supportive, they mostly just hated on me and berated me, Ace, the spirit of forgiveness is real guys, because I had to forgive a lot that I endured in that pregnancy, you know, even for my baby daddy, I endured quite a bit, but that's a story for another day, yeah, so I had graduated from International School of Osaka, I had done IB, and I was getting ready to go to college, you know, so already, I guess we can understand that I didn't go where I wanted to go, because a lot of the time, you know, people think that it's so easy for some people to just say, oh, I'll just leave my child and go and study for four years and come back, or, oh, I'll just leave my child with somebody to take care of while I get myself together. It doesn't work that way. So the first thing I had to do as a single parent was give up my idea of what my school experience would look like because I actually wanted to go outside of Zambia, but I didn't do that. Even though I was offered the chance to do that, I didn't do that because I wanted to be, you know, a present parent and I didn't know, you know, what the other half of her parenting, what the other half of her parenting pair was going to do. You know, I just, I couldn't do it. So I changed and I decided I was going to go to University of Osaka. And let me tell you, the pressure of going to school and having a child, like a newborn, because by the time I left, she was about six months when I started university, you know, and the pressure, the pressure, the pressure, the pressure, because when you're at school, you feel guilty because you're like, oh, I'm at school, right? 
and I should be home with my baby. But then when you're home, you're too tired, you know, so sometimes you just want your baby to sleep and, you know, she'd have moments where she's staying up and she's crying and I would cry because I just felt like, yes, I had my family around me, but at the end of the day, you know, the responsibility is still yours, you know. But I will admit that I had it better than most people because I did have my family around me. I wasn't living in a one-bedroom summer with just her alone. So already, you know, I have a different advantage than most single parents. Because most single parents do it alone, 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 you know. But I didn't have that. But I still had pressure. That's what we need to understand. That's the other thing we need to understand. Just because someone is surrounded in a house full of family doesn't mean that the responsibilities of bath times, of feedings, of waking up at night don't fall with you. They do, you know. Um, so it's just, it was a lot. It was a lot because I had to also study you know, so I spent most of my nights up studying because during the day when I was home, I had to dedicate that time to my daughter. So I would stay up studying at night. I'd go to school tired, you know, but still somehow I managed to, you know, pass my exams, study, graduate, you know, so, but it was still a lot. It was a lot juggling. And especially as she got older, it got even harder because now, you know, she's needs more attention, she needs more time with her mommy, you know, she has to be able to count on her mommy for things. I can't just say, oh, I'm tired, you know, and there's no one that I can say, go do it for you. You know, there's no one that I could really say, if she needs something, go and ask so-and-so. You can get away with it once or twice, but you can't do it all the time because they're also not the parents of the child, you know, and I was not, I have not, I was not with my baby daddy at the time and we're not living together, you know, he wasn't really around in that way where it felt like we should be sharing the burden of parenthood. That's why I say single parent pressure, you know. But anyway, I got through the whole academic thing. But you know, that's not the only type of pressure that there is. There's also the pressure that comes from, you know, when you're a single parent, your friends and family don't understand that you're a single parent, you know. And they still expect you to make time for them in the way that you used to. They expect to be able to do with things with you at any given point, you know. But that's not the case because you have to kind of divide your time. And it's really hard to find time because I was doing school, you know, full time. And then I'm also doing motherhood full time, you know. And so finding that balance of being a mom but still being a friend, still being a cousin, still being a big sister, still being a niece, you know, it was very hard for me in the beginning. And I struggled a lot. I struggled a lot, you know, because I was just, I felt, I think I was just overwhelmed in the beginning and I was just worried. I'm like, oh my gosh, am I doing this right? Do I even know what I'm doing? You know, so I was really scared. And I think because I was scared, I also put pressure on myself to be the best parent that I could be. Because I'm like, okay, I'm having at 19, but the least I can do is be the best parent ever and do all the things all the time, you know, um, which is also a, a really, it's a, it's a kind of half and half thing. It's a negative way to go about it, but it's kind of, it's got the right meaning behind it. Um, you know, so there was also that type of pressure. And then also at the time, I was in a relationship, you know, a full-on relationship that also had its own pressure because you can't just say, oh, I'm a full-time mom, I'm a full-time student, I was also a full-time girlfriend, you know, and of course, like, you have to make time for your relationship, you can't just say, well, I have a baby, so no. So then now, you know, you're trying to find time to spend time with your partner, make dates, make sure you're calling, make sure you're checking up on the person, make sure that you're just showing them that you love them, because sometimes that gets lost as well, you know, and being there for them, you know, because um, at the time, my man was going through quite a few things as well, 
So I had to also make time for him and be there for him in the way that he needed me. You know, so that was also equally hard. And then also not dropping responsibilities at home. You still have to make sure baby's laundry is done. You still have to cook. You still have to clean up. You still have to bath and look after yourself. You know, you still have to do assignments. All of this. And it was just a lot at the time. When I think back on it, I'm like, wow, you were actually doing a lot back then. You know, and then of course now because you feel under pressure. Because I was younger, you know, so I don't have a job yet. I'm relying on my parents. You know, and so you feel that pressure of, I need to make it for myself and for my child. You know, it kind of puts you into overdrive and it's very hard when you feel like you're failing your child in a way. Because I felt like that, because I felt like I should be able to buy her everything she needs. I should be able to pay for her school fees. I should be doing this and I should be doing that. You know, she should be able to look to her mommy and get something, you know. And so... Adding on all the responsibilities I already had, I decided to start a baking business. And I was actually making money from that. And I was proud of myself because it's just like, where would I even find the time? Only the Lord knows up to today where I found the time. But I did actually make some money and I was able to buy her like small things like food and stuff, you know. And that really helped. But at the same time, I still felt like it's not enough. And she deserves much more from her mother and she deserves much more out of life so far, you know. So it was very hard, you know, dealing with that and dealing with the fact that I can't provide for her the way that I think I should be able to, right? And, you know, there's just, there's so much pressure that comes with being a single parent because your child depends on you for everything and also you want to be the one that can provide everything for them, even though it's not possible, but you still feel that guilt of, oh, I wish I could do this for you. Oh, you want this? I wish I could buy it for you. You know, you feel that pressure of having to make it right away. Like, there's no time to waste. You need to make it right away, you know? Which is also just, it's really hard to deal with. It's really, really hard to deal with, you know? And you also have this pressure because you're just one parent. So you have to be the best parent that you can be. So that that gap that is there, you know, it doesn't feel as heavy for them or it's not something that they notice as much because they have this one parent that's doing all the things, you know, which again, is it's a tough thing, but it's just the reality of things is that a lot of the time as pa single parents, we compensate for that absence that the child has or the fact that you're not living with their father or, you know, their mother. And you just compensate for that however you can, even if you don't realize you're doing it, but it's what we do. And then there's also pressure because we all know that there are downsides to being a single parent and raising a child, you know, and you have to also help. You also have to have that, you have that pressure where you have to help them kind of navigate that. The fact that they don't have a mommy and daddy living in the same home, the fact that they're an only child, there's nobody else, you know, there's so many aspects that come with that as well that you have to deal with and there's pressure because you feel like oh i can't mess up my child you know just because i'm a single parent doesn't mean that they're going to be messed up they're going to be the best human ever and so you work really really hard to like put more to put like i don't even know how to describe it but kind of like to put measures in place to make sure that they're on the right path in quotation marks you know, they're on the right path and they're going to be a good kid and they're not going to feel the effects of having just one parent as opposed to living with two and, you know, having a married mommy and daddy, you know. And there's also pressure. There is pressure to just have your life together in general, you know. And so, <laughs> that was in the beginning. 
now let us fast forward to now when I'm 26 and my child is 7. I still feel those pressures, yes. But my main pressure right now is I'm graduated, of course, and I did an internship, you know. And now it's kind of finding my place in the world and finding a job, a paying one. A paying one, <laughs> you know. And just establishing myself and getting my businesses off the ground so that I'm able to provide for her. So I still feel that pressure. The, my main pressure right now is getting myself more independent so that I can look after her and take care of her. You know, and be able to cheat her and spoil her the way that I want. You know, and right now it's just been really hard. The pressure is on because everyone's looking at me like, yeah, well, you have a child. What are you going to do next? You know, so that's another thing. Like you cannot afford to just sit and not have a plan. You need a plan. Because everybody, trust me, everybody puts the pressure off. So what are you going to do now? Have you found a job yet? What are you doing? You know, and you have that pressure of how can I provide for my child? How can I be independent? You know, and then you start having pressures of, okay, once I'm independent, what does it look like for us? Do we move out? What type of place would we live in? You know, so the pressure really never stops. There's always a goal that you feel like you need to be meeting, you know, an expectation that you need to be meeting and reaching. It really just never ends. There's just that constant back, background noise about how things should be, how you should be as a parent, what your child should be experiencing, and how you're not giving them that. How do you give them that? You know, how are you a present parent? How do you treat your, ch your child? You know, and for the longest time, because of all those pressures I was facing, I had moments where I felt like a bad mother. Because, you know, like, I felt like I wasn't giving enough time to her. I felt like I should be further along in my career plan, you know, because I had some setbacks with uni, you know, and I just felt like I wasn't giving her the life that she deserved, you know, and you just put pressure on yourself to be the best parent that you can be, and sometimes you feel like you're failing, no matter how hard you try, no matter how much time you make, no matter all the things that you do right, there is a moment where you will feel like a bad mother. You know, and you also have pressure to have a really good child that it's just never out of order and always behaves and it's not possible. But that's also the type of pressure we have, you know, and I I confess that I've had moments where I really felt like a bad mother because I just feel like I'm not doing enough. You know, I'm not far along enough in this life thing and it's hard to deal with. It's really hard. And yeah, you know, like as hard as we try, as much as we hope. As much as we pray, sometimes things just don't go the way you want them to. You know, it may be that maybe you didn't plan to be alone in the single parent. Maybe you didn't plan to be a single parent. I certainly didn't plan that, you know, but it just worked out that way. And sometimes things will just go wrong. And those things that go wrong will give you more pressure because now you have to find a way to kind of make it right. Or find a way to make the best out of the situation that you're in. And I just want to say that it's not easy being a single parent in any sense of the word, you know. And it took me a long time to learn that I wasn't a bad mother for the things that I may fail to do sometimes. You know, it's really hard, really, really hard. But I promise you that you can get there to a place where you don't put so much pressure on yourself to be perfect. Because at the end of the day, the day our kids don't want a perfect parent. They want a happy parent. You know, and that's something that I always remind myself when I'm feeling under pressure and I'm stressed, you know, and maybe I'm not doing the best as a mother always for myself. Elaine wants a happy mom. 
She doesn't care about all these things. And not that it feels like our kids care. But at the end of the day, our kids don't really care. All they want is love and attention and a safe space. You know, but it's easier said than done. I know that. So if you're somebody who's out there who's a single parent and you're feeling the pressure to make everything perfect, the pressure to get it right, the pressure to live on everybody's life schedule and have it all together and be in your own home and be paying for everything, you know, and be able to give your kids the life that they want, that's perfectly normal. It really is. But I also just want you to realize that it's okay. It's okay to have some times where you don't meet something and the world doesn't end. It's okay to have moments where you feel like you're the worst parent. As long as you make sure you make up for that in the next moment. You know, so you can't win everything is what I'm trying to say. As much as you want to be superheroes for our kids because, you know, we feel like maybe they have some form of... Because we feel like they deserve at least the best from us, you know, which is fair. But at the end of the day, we cannot control everything. We cannot meet every single target. We cannot win every single time. So we have to be okay with a little bit of failure every now and then. We have to be okay if things don't work out the exact way we planned them. And we have to be okay if things don't happen on our schedule. I know it's very hard. Trust me, I still struggle up to today. You know, and right now I'm under my own pressure because I'm trying to establish myself and be able to take care of my own kid. But it's hard, you know. And you have to allow yourself the grace and the time to figure it out. And be gentle with yourself. Because I promise you, I promise you that you are doing a good job. Even if you have moments where you feel like you don't have it all together. Everything hasn't gone according to plan. You know, as long as you're a good parent, you're doing a good job. That's what I always say. You know, anybody can be a parent. But it takes special people to be mom or special people to be dad, you know. And I just want you to remember to always appreciate yourself and also give yourself at least a moment here and there where you just have something that you're doing that makes you completely happy and helps you forget about the worries and the stress and the pressure that you're under. That's very important because happy parent, happy kid. Don't let them lie to you. Happy parent, happy kid. Because also kids can sense when we're under stress and we're not ourselves. So I just want to remind everybody you are doing a good job, okay? Good parent. If you're a good parent, you're doing a good job. That's already a big, big thing. Even if you don't have everything together, you don't have everything sorted out yet, you know, even if there are moments where you feel like you let your kid down. You're, if you're a good parent, you're doing a good job. Thank you for listening, guys. I hope this was... Uh, I hope this was... I can't even find the words because, you know, I feel like this is very therapeutic for me. As somebody who went through a lot of pressure and put herself under so much pressure. So please don't put yourself under pressure. Don't put yourself under too many goals. You know, because it just creates an environment that's just pressure filled. And you don't need that. And your child doesn't need that. And so yes, thank you for listening. And tune in next time when we will be discussing intentional parenting. And after that, it's mom guilt.